Welcome to St. Helena Ministries' Daily Prayer with the Divine Office. Today is Wednesday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by His hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massa they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord, our Maker. God, whose almighty word chaos and darkness heard and took their flight, hear us, we humbly pray, and where the gospel day sheds not its glorious ray, let there be light. Savior, who came to bring on your redeeming wing healing and sight, health to the sick in mind, sight to the inly blind, O now to all mankind, let there be light. Spirit of truth and love, life-giving holy dove, speed on your flight, move on the water's face, bearing the lamp of grace, and in earth's darkest place, let there be light. Holy and blessed three, glorious trinity, wisdom, love, might, Boundless as ocean tide, rolling in fullest pride. Through the world far and wide, let there be light. I love you, Lord, you are my strength. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose around me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my anguish I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple he hears my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came and throned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering, the dark waters of the clouds his tent. A brightness shone out before him, with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. 
the Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare. At the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me, for my hands were clean, for I have kept the way of the Lord, and have not fallen away from my God. For his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere you show yourself sincere, but the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God I can scale any wall. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love, which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace, which came from the mouth of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Galatians. Brothers, let me give you an everyday example. You cannot add anything to a man's will or set it aside once it is legally validated. There were promises spoken to Abraham and to his descendant. Scripture does not say, and to your descendants, as if it applied to many, but as if it applied to only one, and to your descendant, that is, to Christ. My point is this. A covenant formally ratified by God is not set aside as invalid by any law that came into being 430 years later, nor is its promise nullified. Clearly, if one's inheritance comes through the law, it is no longer conferred in virtue of the promise. Yet, it was by way of promise that God granted Abraham his privilege. What is the relevance of law in such a case? If it was given in view of transgressions and promulgated by angels at the hands of a mediator, it was to be valid only until that descendant or offspring came to whom the promise had been given. Now there can be no mediator when only one person is involved, and God is one. Does this mean that the law is opposed to the promises of God? Again, unthinkable. If the law that was given was such that it could impart life, then justice would be a consequence of the law. In fact, however, Scripture has locked all things in under the constraint of sin. Why? So that the promise might be fulfilled in those who believe, in consequence of faith in Jesus Christ. 
Before faith came, we were under the constraint of the law, locked in until the faith that was coming should be revealed. In other words, the law was our monitor until Christ came to bring about our justification through faith. But now that faith is here, we are no longer in the monitor's charge. Each one of you is a son of God because of your faith in Christ Jesus. All of you who have been baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with him. There does not exist among you Jew or Greek, slave or freeman, male or female. All are one in Christ Jesus. Furthermore, if you belong to Christ, you are the descendants of Abraham, which means you inherit all that was promised. Brothers, as long as a designated heir is not of age, his condition is no different from that of a slave, even though in name he is master of all his possessions, for he is under the supervision of guardians and administrators until the time set by his father. In the same way, while we were not yet of age, we were like slaves subordinated to the elements of the world. But when the designated time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to deliver from the law those who were subjected to it, so that we might receive our status as adopted sons. The proof that you are sons is in the fact that God has sent forth into our hearts the spirit of his son, which cries out, Abba. You are no longer a slave, but a son. And the fact that you are a son makes you an heir by God's design. All of you who have been baptized in Christ have put on Christ. Now there is neither Jew nor Greek. You are all one in Christ Jesus. You must put on the new man created in the image of God, in true justice and in holiness. You are all one in Christ Jesus. A reading from a letter by St. Ambrose, Bishop. The person who puts to death by the Spirit the deeds of our sinful nature will live, says the Apostle. This is not surprising, since one who has the Spirit of God becomes a child of God. So true is it that he is a child of God, that he receives not a spirit that enslaves, but the spirit that makes us sons. So much so that the Holy Spirit bears witness to our spirit that we are sons of God. This is the witness of the Holy Spirit. He cries out in our hearts, Abba, Father, as we read in the letter to the Galatians. There is also that other great testimony to the fact that we are sons of God. We are heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. A co-heir of Christ is one who is glorified along with Christ. The one who is glorified along with him is one who, by suffering for him, suffers along with him. To encourage us in suffering, Paul adds that all our sufferings are small in comparison with the wonderful reward that will be revealed to us. Our labors do not deserve the blessings that are to come. We shall be restored to the likeness of God and counted worthy of seeing him face to face. He enhances the greatness of the revelation that is to come by adding that creation also looks forward to this revealing of the sons of God. Creation, he says, is at present condemned to frustration, not of its own choice, but it lives in hope. Its hope is in Christ as it awaits the grace of his ministry, or it hopes that it will share in the glorious freedom of the sons of God and be freed from its bondage to corruption, 
so that there will be one freedom, shared by creation and by the sons of God, when their glory will be revealed. At present, however, while this revealing is delayed, all creation groans as it looks forward to the glory of adoption and redemption. It is already in labor with that spirit of salvation, and is anxious to be freed from its subjection to frustration. The meaning is clear. Those who have the first fruits of the Spirit are groaning in expectation of the adoption of sons. This adoption of sons is that of the whole body of creation, when it will be, as it were, a son of God and see the divine, eternal goodness face to face. The adoption of sons is present in the church of the Lord when the Spirit cries out, Abba, Father, as you read in the letter to the Galatians. But it will be perfect when all who are worthy of seeing the face of God rise in incorruption, in honor and in glory. Then our humanity will know that it has been truly redeemed. So Paul glories in saying, We are saved by hope. Hope saves, just as faith does. For of faith it is said, Your faith has saved you. We are God's heirs and co-heirs with Christ. If only we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. Now that we have been justified in his blood, it is all the more likely that he will save us from God's anger. If only we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. Let us pray. Father, watch over your family and keep us safe in your care for all our hope is in you. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Thank you for praying with us today. Don't forget to join us for our Sunday Rosary live stream. It is at 6 p.m. Eastern every Sunday on our YouTube channel. The link is in the episode description. If this podcast is blessing you, please prayerfully consider supporting our ministry. You can do this in a few ways. First, share it with your friends and family. It is available on most of the major platforms. If you can support us financially, please go to our website at stheleninaministries.com and click the coffee cup in the lower right corner of the screen. That link is in the episode description as well. Third, please pray for us and know of our continuing prayers for you. Have a blessed day.